Hey everyone, welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast where the best conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa Mopia, and I'm excited because this is a solo episode. And I really dive into some different ways that we can keep creating during this time. Now, I don't mean anything specific like creating an art piece or writing a book, but more like creating more space and more opportunities for yourself to show up and feel good. I feel like that's so important. I do touch on a few different things. The first part is really sharing my experience with you of how COVID has affected me personally and my business. The second part, it gives you some tips and tricks and some resources and tools on how I've personally navigated through all of this craziness by staying grounded, by doing a lot of internal work and a lot of reflection. It's been very vital for me because with that, I'm able to show up, hence the third part of this podcast, and give back to the community. That's, I feel like there's this symbiotic relationship of like, hey, you know, I really want to do good. I'm working on myself. And also, how can I give back? There's as much as there's negative or negativity and bad news in the world, there's also an amazing amount of good news and real good stuff happening out there as well. So I really want to contribute to the latter and I really hope you do too. I hope if you find some of this useful you'll share it with me and um, share whatever resources you have. I would really love to hear from you and see what you're up to and how you're navigating through this. Um, I did want to share that we started a new series called Unfiltered Friday, highlighting local musicians. It's like a digital concert series, basically. It's on our IGTV, our YouTube, and our Facebook, where we have some amazing local talent just share their music. Very raw, very unfiltered, just like a little like concert in their home. And it's really, really cool. I've enjoyed it. We just released an episode last week with Cass Rose Gold, and we'll have one this coming week on this coming Friday with Rowan Messina. So I'm super, super excited. This is something new for us. And our hope is to host these Unfiltered Fridays in person eventually, and also to take it up a notch in production once we can after all of this clears up. Hopefully, crossing our fingers, it happens soon, but who knows? So. I hope you're all excited to tune into this episode. I'm really excited to share all of this. I've There's a reason why I haven't really recorded these last few weeks. There's a reason why I haven't really put anything out there and it's, I've spent a lot of lot of time just trying to keep myself sane through all this and to stay positive. And for me to do that, I did implement a lot all of these tips and tricks and also found ways to give back. So grab your coffee or your favorite way to stay fueled for the day and let's get this conversation started.
everybody. I hope you're all doing well, staying safe and staying healthy and just really taking care of yourself. Um, as you all know, it is May. It is also Mental Health Awareness Month, which I feel like it's a very appropriate topic to talk about mental health during this episode and hopefully as an underlying theme for the rest of this month's episodes with guests. But I did want to come on here and share some of my tips, tools, and resources on how we can stay inspired to keep creating. Now, I want to emphasize that creating something does not have to be something physical. It doesn't have to be like writing a book. It doesn't have to be like painting something. It doesn't have to be um, creating a garden, you know, it could, it could very much mean just creating joy in your life. It could very much mean creating space for your, you know, headspace for yourself for like room to breathe, room to just feel at peace and to create peace in your life. There's, there's so many ways that you can interpret this. And these are the tips, tools, and resources that I have used over the last, what, 50 some days. And even, before that, that have really helped me stay grounded. It, it's helped me stay in tune with myself and it's helped me stay centered. So I'm, I'm hoping that you all find some piece of information that hopefully resonates with you because I know that it's such a tough time out there. I also want to let you all know that I'm here I don't want you to ever feel like you're alone because I think that's kind of how I've been feeling even though I do have a solid support system, even though I do have amazing partners for this business, even though I have an amazing family at home who has given me space to like feel safe. So I just want to reassure you that no matter what you're going through, you're not alone in this. And before I really dive into these tips and whatnot, I wanted to also share some experiences that I've faced throughout COVID and how it's been such a interesting transition for us. So for those of you who know, I co-own a company, Futures Past. We focus on photo and video production for lots of clients and unfortunately a lot of those like 90% of our business was cut um, either because these projects needed to be postponed or due to budget cuts and it is very unfortunate and it does break my heart that I can't do what I love which is why I feel like there's been this like disconnection with myself and like social media and content creation and whatnot because I felt like what's the point when I don't even feel like myself right now because I'm not helping produce compelling pieces for clients because I'm not able to create things to the scale that I had imagined. It was a very hard pill to swallow and you know, I'm still going through the motions. You know, there is no one size fits all answer. There is no playbook to this. We're all just going through this day by day. And I think that is the best way to approach this is to understand that 
there are no answers on how we could navigate through a pandemic as business owners, as creatives, as millennials, as just people who are trying to survive. So I don't have the answers. I do want to like preface this whole conversation, but I did want to share the things that have helped me stay sane. And before, again, I dive in, I wanted to share that because we moved into a new space this past February, it's been very challenging for us because, you know, we're locked in a lease. And unfortunately, because we're not getting any sort of income, that means we have to rely on other sources. So we've been applying for these like microloans and grants and things from the government. And unfortunately, you know, it just have it hasn't, we haven't qualified. And... If there's anyone else going through this, I want you to know that you're not alone. I feel like I know so many other business owners who have had to close up shop, who have had to transition to online sales, who have completely had to stop operating or shift their business model. And, you know, we're all going through it. We're all going through it in a different type of way. And we're all very much experiencing this differently and, you know, I encourage you to, to really just understand and be empathetic towards your fellow business owners and also just, just fellow humans, you know, just be nice and be kind and be understanding. I think now more than ever, we really need that, especially when we're starting to see so much more crazy appear in the media. There needs to be some sort of balance in and humanity to just show up and be a part of the good news and be a part of this other wave of people showing up to do what we can for ourselves and for others. So, but yeah, you know, we're still powering through, we're finding other ways. We're, we're really just trying to find different ways to pivot and still show up fully. Um, and it's been challenging. It's been really, really hard. Okay. So anyhow, I really wanted to move on into these tips, tools, and resources um, that I have very much relied on over these last few months. Um, so if you've heard the one of the last episodes that I posted, it was a solo episode on how to create healthy habits. Part two, you'll know that I, I talk about high leisure activities in that episode because I was referencing Cal Newport's um, digital minimalism book. So what I really loved about that book was that it gave me all of these amazing ideas of high leisure activities that I wanted to implement in my life. And, you know, because of that book, I've been able to very much do that, especially now because <laughs> I have a lot more free time than usual. And it's been very interesting because these specific activities has def have definitely nourished my, my mind and my soul and my, my fulfillment, I suppose. As I mentioned earlier, it's been really rough for me to not feel like I'm fulfilled because I'm not doing the work that I should be doing. But because of this podcast, because of 
me trying new things and doing these high leisure activities, it's definitely challenged me to think outside of the box and to not tie my worth into my work. I know a lot of us do this and I myself am very, very hard on myself when it comes to um, understanding my self-worth because I would place it on on the work that I produce for clients and also the work that I produce for myself, which is why it's so hard for me to do things like launch my website or to post something because it's not perfect. But I really had to let that mindset go because it's out of my control, you know, just much like COVID-19 is outside of our control. What we can control is what we do, is how we react to things and the effort that we put into things. So I'm really excited to share this list because I feel like this is something that I've just accumulated over time and it's been very, very fun and interesting to go through this journey myself, especially because I'm not doing the same routine every single day. So I would actually have a morning routine before COVID-19 hit. I would wake up, I would meditate, I would read and I would journal, then I would go to the gym and then I would go to work. No, none of my days look like that at all right now. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I really want to emphasize that whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, whatever emotions you're going through, definitely go at your own pace because it's, I, I feel like there's some sort of pressure to, to still like hustle, hustle, hustle and be at a hundred percent every day. And then there's like the other side of the spectrum where it's just like, just chill and relax. And it's just like whatever side of the spectrum you are on that, even if you're right in the middle, like where I am right now, you do you, you know? So I've really considered this time a time for reflection, a time to very much observe my surroundings and to set a lot of boundaries. I have not been as social as I want to be when it comes to connecting and staying connected with friends. And that was really where I realized that the boundaries that I had set before were not high at all. Like I would say yes to everything, every opportunity for happy hour, for for grabbing a coffee, for meeting with somebody at the studio. My days were packed and I it would be like event after event after event. And you know, this this time and space had made me realize that I put so much pressure on myself and I put so much responsibility or to commit to these things, even though I didn't have to, but it felt like I had to because here I am building my business, right? So again, I had to let that, that mindset go and really, really look inward during this time. So one of the first things that I do every day, so the one thing that does remain constant is meditation. I implement meditation because it really does help me stay centered and grounded and to allow me to be alone in my thoughts before I start the day and consume media or before I like fill my mind with anything else, you know, before I talk to anyone, before I just kind of 
let other people fill my mind with their thoughts. I have to be alone with my own, if that makes any sense. So that's my big, like, that's like my number one tip and tool is to implement meditation somehow. Now, people do get very much intimidated by in meditation. And trust me, it is not that difficult. It does feel like it at first because it feels like you're not doing anything. But I do it the first thing I hop out of bed. I make my bed. I either lay down or I sit down cross-legged on my bed. And I use the app Insight Timer. Insight Timer, I know I mentioned this before, but it's such a great app. There are people like Liz Gilbert on there with an amazing talk called Facing Fear with Compassion, which I very, very much enjoy. And I listen to every now and then because she instills this this perspective of you pretty much befriending your fear and using fear of the unknown to to be your friend and to to use that to nourish your um pretty much to nourish your um efforts throughout the day and to get to where you are and where you want to be there are a few other really amazing meditations and one of my favorite teachers is Sarah Blondin. Again, I'll leave a link um, to the blog post on Coffee and Combos with all of this information, all of my favorite meditations. It'll be a direct link so you could just click it. Hopefully go straight to either the Insight Timer app or to the website. But either way, definitely worth checking out because it's free and they have thousands and thousands of free meditations. Also, a really fun side note, one of our long, long, long time ago, Coffee and Convos, before this was a podcast, Lou Redmond, he has a um, a little channel in the Insight Timer app, and he has some really, really great meditations as well. So that's definitely number one, is to just clear your mind and to recenter yourself and really understand that, you know, we... We're human feeling these things. It's amazing to see what we can do when we do befriend our emotions and really face the things that we're dealing with. My next tip for you is to just write it out. I am a big journaling fan. I love journaling, though I don't do it every day. I did challenge myself to do it for 30 days, I believe starting on March 22nd up until like the end of April pretty much. And for those 30 days, because COVID-19 was such a fresh thing at the time, I could not articulate my feelings for the life of me. If someone asked me how I was doing, I was just like, I could not. I felt like the QWERTY keyboard where it was just like, I don't know, just random letters jumbled up. And it was so, it was so sad. Like I could not figure out for the life of me how I felt. So I did find this amazing 30-day journal challenge. It was Journal Your Feelings by Amber Ray. She is this amazing Instagrammer and she has a website where she's like a speaker and everything like that. She even wrote a book. And this journaling challenge has helped me and challenged me to, to put words to my thoughts and to articulate how I felt. And it's really nice because now I could look back at those days and really understand like what my mind was going through. Because even some days, like I don't, again, like I don't journal all the time now. Maybe like it's, I would love to journal every day, but I do it every other day or so right now because 
most of these days kind of blend together, to be honest. Um, but I do really, really enjoy journaling. And maybe if you're not like a journaling person, something that I have done in the past is to use my voice memos as a way to voice record how I'm feeling. Or even if you have a vlog camera or even if you want to use your phone, you could do like video diaries. I know one of my friends um, is doing that and she loves it. So again, if you find a way to document your feelings, definitely do so. I think it's so powerful to write how you feel because also when you do write things on paper or if you document how you feel like you say things out loud you you give that feeling this like more breathing room if that makes sense like you don't have so much so much weight on your shoulders when you do release it into the world in its own way like physically on a piece of paper or um, through your phone. So that's definitely been such a game changer for me is to find journal prompts. Another really great journal prompt is, or where you could also find great journal prompts is through Passion Planner. In their planners, they do have like these really amazing call to actions, or even if you go on their Instagram, they have some really nice, um, um, graphics with journal prompts on them and I really enjoy them. So whenever I feel like I don't have anything in my mind in particular that I want to talk about or write about, then I'll kind of refer to these prompts. The next thing I'm going to share is to channel your inner child. This has been such a big one for me because I feel like we all have this childlike wonder in us still, you know, like our inner child is there. That's why it's called the inner child. And for me, I haven't, I haven't let my inner child out in a really long time because I've been so focused on building this business. I've been so focused on just doing what I can to grow in, in that like financial sense and to like you know, build upon things. And I feel like I haven't really had a break. It was always one of those things where I felt like, oh, whenever I do have a break, I'll do this thing or what have you. And, you know, it's been really fun for me to honestly just like color or paint or to play with dirt when I have like new plants and I just like put them in a pot or just add some soil to it. Like there's so many ways that we could channel our inner child. And the few ways that I've done that is to download some really awesome coloring pages. There's some really amazing resources out there. Um, I will link them again in on the Coffee and Combos blog, and I'll have that on um, the show notes here. But the coloring pages that I've really enjoyed are by Box Palm. They're local. He's so cool. He pretty much like has these graphics of different characters on bikes, and it's so awesome because there's like a there's like a really happy cloud but a sad sun type of thing, and I can't like describe it that well but it's it's really cool so check out box palm there's some really nice like words of affirmation ones and 
from Raising Goods for Source Co. I know Yay itself has some amazing coloring pages. Tattoos by Jenna. If you hit her up, she'll definitely send you something. Um, and I love to just tune the world out, play some of my favorite music, and just color away. I have like the 64 pack of colored pencils, and it's just nice. You know, there is no rhyme or reason to it. You can color outside the lines if you want to. It's up to you. There's just so much freedom and like there's no purpose for it, but to just feel good. And I think that's the most important part about channeling your inner child is finding the things that make you feel good and just doing it. You know, I really enjoy watercoloring and that was always something that I would turn to whenever I was like way, way, way too stressed and I would have to like schedule some time out for me to bust out my watercoloring pages and stuff. Now I can kind of do it all, you know, I could bring my watercoloring set here to the studio, tune the world out, listen to a podcast and just let whatever, like let whatever... Um, comes to mind happen on the page and it feels great like I'm not doing anything with purpose to like sell it or anything like that which is so so nice um, what I really love about um, painting as well is that you can do a lot of like you could follow tutorials or you could even work with someone like Samantha Louise Designs who has like virtual painting lessons and you could just purchase some abstract art supplies and make that happen. So there's definitely some amazing tools out there. And what's great is that these are all like local people to San Diego. So if you check out all the links that I provided, you get to see like all the things that they do, access to their coloring pages, access to their um, virtual paint lessons and whatnot. But honestly, it, it just makes me feel good to not have this agenda and just have this freedom to color like a sun red instead of yellow. Like literally there's no rhyme or reason, which I think is why it's so fun and fulfilling is that there, you know, there is no actual rhyme or reason to it. So this, this does kind of bring me into my next tip for you all, and that is to learn a new skill. I know many of us have had this idea of, you know, learning a new skill over time. I always gave myself that excuse of like, you know, when I have time, I really want to learn how to, I don't know, to write a book. I really want to know how to cook better. I really want to know the difference in like coffees or something like that. So I feel like now more than ever, we don't really have that excuse of I don't have the time or I'm too busy, especially when it comes to learning a new skill because there's so many tools and resources out there, especially online, that'll help you just cultivate a new skill, which is amazing. So the two websites that I refer to are Masterclass and Skillshare. So what I love about Masterclass is that I get to learn from literally the greats, people I looked up to because they are the best at what they do. 
And though it is quite the investment, I did end up splitting the cost with someone because it was like a buy one gift one situation over the holidays. So I only ended up paying like 90 something dollars for access to masterclass for a whole year, which is great because they do add classes, new classes every now and then. And the classes that I've taken in particular are from Sarah Blakely, which is a great class on entrepreneurship. If you go, if you don't know who Sarah Blakely is, she's the founder of Spank. She is a incredible, incredible woman. She's so inspiring. She's also a self-made billionaire. And it's so cool to see that because seeing her journey from um, concept to product to growing the product and marketing it and, you know, it getting picked up by Oprah and then her really just taking off. Um, it's, it's so inspiring, you know, it's like, you know, though we can't be the next Sarah Blakely, we could be whoever we are and in, in what industry we're in. So I think that was, that was such a fun class and I really enjoyed it. And I learned a lot about um, manufacturing and also the different case studies of how we can apply her entrepreneurial like tips and tricks into other businesses. Um, the next class that I really enjoyed was by Bob Iger. He was a CEO for Disney for over a decade. And it was such a fun class because we were able to see how he took Disney to the next level um, by using so much strategy in his business on how he acquired like Pixar and Marvel. And he does go through those case studies, which was so fascinating. And there's also other classes by like Judd Apatow and Martin Scorsese. Like we're learning from the greats here. And I think, you know, there is there's nothing more valuable than learning and learning a new skill, especially from people we look up to in the industries that we dabble in, I think is so cool. So that's always been something like on my priority list is learning a new skill. And I really enjoy Masterclass. Plus, they're very, very well done. Like they're shot so well. The production on it is beautiful. And the next one, as I mentioned, is Skillshare. What's great about Skillshare is that you could get two months for free when you sign up. So this is what I've been doing. Um, I try and take a class like every other week. Because I've been doing Masterclass more often, Skillshare is kind of the one that I fall back on or I find like other points of interest that I'm curious about, like watercoloring or more like productivity tips and things like that. And I, what's cool about Skillshare is that it's not necessarily to the level of masterclass, but it is all of the courses are created by people who have been like self-made and also who have really amazing experiences working with big brands. There's a class taught by Gary V, Andy J Pizza. He has a great podcast, a huge fan of his. Cindy Ramirez Fulton of Chill House. Like there's so many amazing classes. And I recently took one by Greg McCohen who wrote Essentialism and it was all about productivity tips and it did really help me. So I'm, I'm really stoked about that. I really hope that you look into 
these virtual classes. I, I heard that like Harvard is even offering free online classes. There's so many different resources, no matter what industry we're in, we just have to find it and use it and take the time to actually be present and learn. Again, nothing is more valuable than being no like knowledgeable in a lot of things. You know, I really want to be, I really want to position myself as an expert in production specifically in film and photography. So I've also been looking into Jub Apatow's class on Masterclass. I've also been looking into YouTube success on Skillshare taught by Sorella Moore, who's like this self-made um, YouTuber and stuff like that. So again, there's so many amazing online classes that we can refer to and definitely don't be afraid to invest because again, you can't put a price on knowledge. To kind of add on to both like channeling your inner child and learning a new skill, something that I really enjoy during quarantine has been cooking and baking. And, you know, I don't follow any like specific videos or anything like that, but I have been, I have just like this, I just have like a bookmarks folder of some recipes I want to try. Um, and every other day or so I'll kind of look through the recipes and choose what I would like to try out and some days they're really good and they turn out just like the picture and other days they don't so it's always been really nice to experiment with that too because again there's no expectations I'm not doing this for anyone but myself and it's been challenging me to really understand like different flavors when it comes to cooking, adding different spices and whatnot. And with baking, understanding how precise measurements need to be, how like temperature factors in and whatnot. So it's been really, really fun too, is just to, to, to just try new things. That's basically it, is just really putting yourself in this position to learn new skills and to be curious and use that childlike wonder to to just explore what what your mind wants to explore like it's not that difficult to kind of top off these last two topics is it they all kind of go hand in hand and that is to read more books now, I love reading books. I've read so many over the last few years that I'm actually going to be rereading a bunch um, during quarantine. But I recently finished Hood Feminism by Mickey Kendall. Shout out to Let's Get Lit, a book club by Vanessa Miranda. She was in our, um, she was in in an episode back in February, no, it was in March, and she she didn't talk about the book club because I think she launched it right after, but she did create this amazing book club, and she was able to get Mickey Kendall, the author, on our Zoom call, and it was just so fulfilling and so exciting to hear so many other women's perspectives and how we all kind of go through these motions of feminism. And it was just so fascinating because we were able to hear different perspectives and experiences from women who have experienced, who have like dealt with things firsthand. But overall, such a great experience. I highly recommend it. Join a book club even, you know, like 
I think it's so cool when we could all discuss um, this one piece of work and still have different perspectives. And I think that's the most valuable thing when it comes to book clubs is that I'm able to hear from other women and really understand what this book meant to them and what it meant to me. Um, so check out Let's Get Lit if you're curious. I will leave them again in the in the links on our blog. So I'm going to list a bunch of books. I won't talk about all of them right now, but as you know, Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport is one of my favorite books. I talked about it in a podcast episode not too long ago. That's where these high leisure activities come into play, right? Like reading more books, filling your time with things that will nourish you and help you grow versus kind of hold you back. Not saying that social media will hold you back, especially right now because we're using social media as a means to connect with people in our community, in our families, our friends. I am also on that boat, you know, like my social media consumption has definitely <laughs> increased like all of the um all of the like weekly recaps of how much time I spend on my phone has definitely doubled and as like upset as I was when I first saw those numbers, I'm also like, you know what? Like I what I would otherwise be doing, like spending time with friends at coffee shops or being at my space with my friends and enjoying a cup of coffee there or just creating some sort of community event. Like we can't do that. So if that means I have to rely on social media and my phone, so be it. I don't mind. But I also believe in, you know, very much spending a lot of my time doing these high leisure activities. So you'll see all of these listed in the blog post. But again, Digital, Digital Minimalism is such a great book. I highly, highly recommend. Um, Belong by Radha Agrawal. She is the founder of Daybreaker and she really talks about building community, but how that starts by looking within first and then like taking everything that you've learned and applying it to how you communicate with people, how you can um, start very small. And I really, really enjoyed that read. Um, there's so many great books, you guys, whether that is like fiction, poetry, nonfiction, self-help. There's so many amazing books out there. Um, I have a few on my to-read list that include... Um, Becoming by Michelle Obama um, and a few others. I don't even know, but I bought a bunch of books and they're still on my shelf waiting to be read. So once I do finish um, a few of the books that I have in my queue, then I will definitely dive in. But reading for me is like an escape. I'm able to, in, it's not the same as a, a movie or a TV show because everything is like visually stimulating, but it really allows your imagination to picture these scenarios yourself, which is really, really cool. I used to be a big fan of Hunger Games and um, Twilight. And, you know, like before the movies even came out, I already had this um, imagination of what these characters look like. So it was so interesting to see how they actually translated those characters on screen because they were not at all how I imagined. But anyhow, I really, really enjoy reading books. I feel like reading to me is like another form of 
of learning and it's really really cool to see how we can take what we read and really imagine in our minds like what these people are going through what the characters are going through if it's a memoir like to understand their struggles to how they grew from it and it's also fascinating to me and I feel like yes these are tools and resources to help us to, to stay positive and also to keep creating because, you know, I'm creating this, this space for myself to keep learning. I'm creating just for fun. I'm creating for the sake of creating, not because I'm trying to put a specific output to it. You know, I'm really learning these things for myself and just myself. And I think that's what's so important is to take everything that we have control of, right? Like we, we're in control of our mindset. We're, con we're in control of what we eat. We're in control of whether or not we get our body moving each day. Like it's up to us to really take action. And I really encourage you all to take these things. It's not like the answer for everybody. But hey, I really hope that if something resonated, that you take it and make it your own thing, you know, whether that's reading, like there's this really great book, The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday, and you just read one page a day. If that's all you need, that's all you need. So I think it's really, really cool that there's so many people who are showing up fully online and still sharing their accomplishments because it does encourage others who are maybe looking from afar and feel like they can't achieve that right now, stay positive and, you know, share more of the good news and all of the positive things that are happening because we need it more than ever. Okay, so on top of all of that, right, like we've done all of the inner work, we've read a ton of books, we are channeling our inner child, we're journaling, we're writing it out, we're learning a new skill. Now what do you do, right? Like I I know a lot of us are seeing what's happening in our communities and wanting to help. And I think it's very important to also create that, create that opportunity for yourself to give back to our small local small businesses, to our local coffee shops and restaurants, our local bars, our local services like hairdressers and barbers and whatnot. Like how can we support them in their time of need, right? I really want to emphasize that we could give back to our community in so many different ways that does not have to be monetary. So if we are using social media right now, obviously there are so many like deals and there's so many resources out there on um, who's open right now, what they're currently offering. Is it curbside pickup? Is it pickup or delivery only? Like what does that look like for a lot of these businesses who've pivoted and maybe have their doors closed but are still maybe operating online? I encourage you all to share their offers with your friends to put their posts on your stories and just share the love and spread the word. That is the quickest way and easiest way that you can give back if you are not supporting them monetarily. Something that I like to do is to look into 
what these businesses are offering. A lot of them, especially restaurants, I feel are doing a one for one deal, like a buy one, give one. So a lot of hospitality based businesses are offering something where they will donate one meal for every one meal that you bought. You know, something that I've seen as well is donating a percentage of sales. So maybe if you're service-based, if you're thinking of ways to still keep creating and show up as an artist or as a freelancer and you know, like you do a social media strategy, whatever that looks like for you, maybe you offer a percentage of sales. So every time, like maybe if you're a product-based business, you can give a percentage of sales to a local food bank or nonprofit to that's affected by COVID-19. And I think that's really cool because again, there's so many ways that we can give back. And I think that's so important during this time. And I really, really want to encourage you all to think outside the box. And if you're struggling to pivot during this time, consider these options. You could do the buy one, give one. You can donate a percentage of sales. If you're service-based, much like much like myself, um, offer some scholarships. I think this is a great way to give back to those who cannot afford our services at this time or open up a opportunity to those who are eager to learn from us, right? So it's amazing to see that we could give back with our time and help someone in need. And something that we've been doing is offering free product photography for businesses who are still operating or who have pivoted due to COVID-19 because we know how much how important it is to still show up on social media and still market your services and still gain that audience, right? But because they're so focused on building their business and just staying afloat, a lot of these businesses don't have the energy to to show up online in that way. But if you can and you have the extra time, I encourage you to offer that to someone you may know. Um, another one that I've seen is to offer generous discounts and offerings to existing clients. So something that we can do is offer maybe smaller increment payment plans to those, to maybe our past clients, or we could put those payments on pause until an agreed upon date. I think this is why we did all that inner work, right? Like if we have all this time to focus on ourselves and to help ourselves grow, we also need to exude that energy and give back to others so that they, it's just this incredible like symbiotic experience for all of us. I feel like now more than ever, not only do we need to pay mind to our mindset and our mental health, but it's also great to give back when we can. So this is kind of this like two-parter podcast where it's just like keep creating, you know, keep creating space for yourself to grow and keep creating these opportunities for yourself to give back to the community. You know, I feel now more than ever, it's so important to pay attention to our mental health and also to understand that we're all going through this. And if you see someone who's struggling, if you hear any experiences, like lend a helping hand or just even your ear to like listen to them and hear them out of what they're going through. I know we're all feeling very alone in this, but we're in this together. And I feel like 
once we do come out of this, we will come back stronger because we're supporting our mental health, because we are doing the work for ourselves and because we're still showing up for a community, still supporting them by voting with our dollars. Like it's so amazing to see that there is still so much good in the world. So I encourage you all to really focus on the positive and not the negative media that's out there because it's so easy to fall in that trap. Trust me, I've been there. I've binged all of the conspiracy theories. I've <laughs> I've tuned into those Trump speeches. Like it's ridiculous. And you know, it did not give me any information that I did not know or didn't that I needed. Um, it just made me feel worse. So using these tools and resources and also being able to give back when I can, it really does keep me sane day by day. And, you know, this is very much a changing situation. So I'm, it's scary to think about that we don't know when this is going to end, but as long as we continue to show up and support ourselves and support those around us in our community, I have no doubt that we'll be good. So I hope you all found this useful, if not some of it, you know, I really enjoyed talking about this and sharing my experience. And I, again, want to encourage you to, to show up and to share your story, and to, to share the books that you're reading, to share the things that you've been learning, like cooking in the kitchen, or these new recipes that you tried, or how you gave back to the community. What's great is that when you share these experiences yourself, whether it's through social media or through conversation, it's kind of like this trickle effect, right? Or I don't know what specifically to call it, but you're able to share that experience, inspire somebody else, and they'll use that to, to try a recipe themselves or read a new book. So I think it's really cool because we're all experiencing some sort of synergy by focusing on the good and by doing this and <clears throat> by just continuing to create and by doing what we can to to really just do good during this time, you know? I'm sending you all love. I hope you're all safe. I hope you're all well. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will check in with you again on Monday. Bye.